this is it. It's the Talking Seaweed Podcast. We're live with our guest, Joe Dalton, professional cannabis consultant with New England Grassroots Institute. First guest ever. Hey, hey, hey. First guest ever. That's true. How does it feel so to be the first I've guest actually ever? Been in, I'm getting introduced to the inner sanctum of the seaweed. The seaweed, correct. The seaweed. We haven't been. This is where seaweed is talked. So what right. are you guys hitting on right now? What, what kind of seaweed are you hitting? I'm smoking some amnesia lemon. What? Amnesia. What? <laughs> <laughs> well played. That's how, well that's how played. we start off. We start off that high. <laughs> oh, the amnesia lemon. Uh, yeah. Hey, you got to be medicated, man. Makes it all that much more fun. Of course. John, um, what you hitting on over there, brother? You know, I'm not even sure what this is, Joe. Oh, I call that a medley. Uh, it probably right. is. What did you bring? Ooh, so this, this is something interesting. So this is a, uh, this is a cultivar I've been working on. Uh, this one I worked on for a couple of years. It has a Northern Lights base to it. It's a sativa leaning, it's a hybrid. Very uplifting, it's got a fruity aroma in the terpenes. Uh, just, when you smoke it, you'll find it when you test this, because I'm leaving this as a gift for you oh, guys. Oh, I appreciate that. With. You're gonna it's find 350 right now. Very up. 350. Yeah, 350. So, oh, I mean, so like, so, what are we talking? We're, we're talking, talking 420-ish. I mean, we we could. Yeah, be, I could try it out at 420. We could try it all at 420, or maybe we could smoke now and smoke again at so 420. Let me, <laughs> let me ask you guys a question about 420. Let's roll up now, and then we'll just make sure we have. Let's just roll up now. Let's roll up now. Yeah, yeah, let's just roll yeah, up yeah. now. Yeah, grind it up. I mean, that's gonna be some super tasty. This is another cultivar I worked on. I call it Low Kush. This is a cross of a Lotus and a Master Kush, so I'm stabilizing it now. Uh, that stuff looks fantastic. It has some really good expressions. It's loud. Uh, it's just it's got a floral scent to it. I think you guys are gonna love that one. But I was gonna ask you guys a question. Do you know what 420 is and where it originated? Bobby, I've had so I, many people ask me that. I don't know. I guess I would. I've what I've read, which is probably not true because I've read it on the fucking internet. But oh, it's it, got to be true if it's on the internet. I mean, this is true. It might be true. Okay, so I, I heard it was just like dudes that were just smoking weed after school. They were like, "Oh, I'll meet you over here at 420." Exactly. The and then everybody club. else just kind of yeah. And then everybody just kind of yeah. They all met out under the bleachers at the high school at 420 after school, and so they that that was the code. You know, back in the oh, day, well, you what school did they go to? They got out of school at 420. <laughs> well, was like, you know, when you're in high school, that's what you do. You know, you're I'm gonna get herbs. as high as I can yeah. right now. I might even eat one of those cookies you brought too. You think oh, so? Yeah, we got some really delectable cookies here. These are oatmeal. Maybe with, uh, I call it the can of butter. Nice. Butter. So if you're from Boston, we say butter here. Butter. <laughs> we park our cars, too. But this was a um, coconut oil base, very healthy, oatmeal. Uh, I find the oatmeal actually is a good binder, so it grabs onto the cannabinoids and holds them well. Mm -hmm. uh, I use a magic butter machine to make the butter itself. Actually, I did bring some butter with me, so... Busted out. Why don't we, why don't we yeah, magic bag here? I don't know if our second guest is gonna be as prepared. We dude, might. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, fucking way our second guest. Dude, I don't think the hosts are that prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, this is the magic bag. We have everything. Hey, check this out, dude. Marijuana garden saver. This is the Bible, man. If you're a grower at home, you gotta guys. You gotta get this thing. This will save your ass because the biggest thing we'll is... We'll edit that out. You need to pay us for that. Yeah, I'll pay you. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. We get the seven-second button. We hit the button for seven seconds. Right. Right, right. Oh, no. We have, we have a running joke. We have a running joke. Did you write this? Is this your book? No, no. I didn't write this. But, oh, okay. Uh, then, yeah. 
I read it. <laughs> I read it frequently. So if you're looking for the good, kind buds in there, you can see that. But if you're looking for, you know, when you have a problem, uh, you know, 30 years ago when I started growing, you couldn't turn to anybody. All the little problems are in here. This thing is a must. I mean, it has pictures of problems. More, more times I hear people pull say, up, well, what is this? Let's take a picture of it with my phone. They pull <laughs> a crumbled up leaf out of their park and go, hey, what's wrong with my uh, room? Can you show them? Like, come on. So that's important. So I was going to reach in and grab ah, the butter. The butter. The good green can of butter. That's a stick of butter right there. One, one quarter of a pound. Anyway, so. So how much I can you, for people who don't know. No, go ahead. How much? Nope, you go. Can you make how much food? What is this made for everything, right? All right, so I like to use is a melon baller. So it has a certain size cup to it. And I scoop it, click it out. And that's why we get consistency. So these are all the same size. And then what I do is I actually score it. I have a device that I press into it. I used to use the spatula to get a cross cut. So if you can see that out in the... On the channel, yeah. That, can we turn that light? Can you turn? Yeah. So, anyways, you can see be a that there's a crisscross on, on those. There you go, right there. Turn down, like, see how there's a bunch of switches on the back? No, the light, back of the light. Turn off a couple of them. There's like four of them. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's better already. Yeah, that works good. Thank you. There's only one left. No, leave it on. That's fine. So one of the things that we deal with uh, for this. People coming on the market in the legal markets like here in New England, Massachusetts, and, and other states is that when you share edibles, this is really, really important for anybody that wants to be in the business or if you're sharing your edibles, it's important to the person receiving it, you ask them, how often do you use cannabis? You know, Do you smoke daily, weekly, or you're just a weekend person, you only take a couple of puffs, or so you're very low dose. So it's important that if you're giving them an edible, I like to say to people, listen, if this is your first time, only eat one quarter of this, wait an hour and a half to two hours, see how you feel. If you're still feeling good and you're comfortable, fantastic. If you feel that it wasn't enough, then you can eat another quarter and wait another hour and a half until you find out what your dosing is because we find that everyone has a different dosing level. So that's important because when you have a bad experience with an edible, you'll never go back. Right. I can tell you a real good one. So I'm not a heavy, heavy consumer. I use it as a medication to keep my body in homeostasis, or as they say, in balance with my endocannabinoid system. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but when I went to a friend's place once, he said, uh, hey, you want one of these gummy beers I made? And I was like, you know, as a courtesy, I say, sure, I'll take it, you know, mm -hmm. and I take it home and put it in the top drawer and leave it there. And then one weekend you got no herbs at hand and you're like, oh, I got that gummy bear. So I right. grabbed the gummy bear. And I look at it, and, I, and it's only this big, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No, you know what? I'm not sure how strong it is. So I bit an ear off, and about an hour later, I was like, oh, well, there's the cops. They're coming. They're coming to get me. I was so paranoid, I felt like crap. I couldn't wait to get off of that trip. So it's important that, and I went back to the kid, and I said, dude, these things, how strong were they? He goes, oh, they're not strong at all. And I says, yeah, but how much cannabis do you do? Oh, about a pound a day, man. I'm like, oh, crap. So it's important <laughs> that if you don't know the milligrams. 65 pounds a year. <laughs> you can even smoke 365 pounds. Do you pounds. even smoke, bro? Could, could you smoke 365 pounds? Send us your videos if you're <laughs> yeah, smoking yeah. a pound a day. Yeah. No, um, I was just going to say I have a buddy who always, do um, 
like when people first started dabbing all the time with the wax and stuff, he was yeah. always the guy who would give people way too big of dabs so they never wanted to dab again because they'd like pass out and puke and stuff. And yeah. he always thought it was funny. I got him so high, he puked. And it's like, no, you ruined that for him forever yeah. now. He doesn't want to get that high again. Like, yeah. thanks. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that's important is to, to understand proper dosing of your medicine if you're doing it recreational, you know, just fire up a joint, burn it, or do a dab, whatever, you know, you like to do. Uh, but again, on the medicine side, you really need to understand dosing uh, so that you can get your body balanced. You know, before I started using edibles, I, I suffered with severe headaches, migraines for, for most of my life. I would never leave my house without a pocket full of Advils. You know, in that little secret pocket we have mm -hmm. there. I mean, I'd turn around and drive back home just to take the Advil and fill it up so that I have them to take when I started to get a headache right you know in my state here since it's been legal I, I can have access and I grow my own I make my own butters I make my own edibles so I know exactly what's in it I'm an organic grower so everything is clean very clean I don't mm -hmm. even have to flush my plants but I flush them anyways but it's all organic but so for me I use it now I don't even think about Advil's couldn't even think about it I haven't had headaches in a long time occasionally I'll get a headache but then I'll turn to cannabis or I may vaporize for a quick Yeah, what's hit. your favorite thing to do when you have a headache? Eat or vape or what? So if I feel a headache coming on, I'll use the vape, just a couple of puffs, and that will take the edge off and it will knock it back. Uh, and then I'm going to take... Uh, what, what kind of cannabis are you using? So this cannabis that I like to grow is a hybrid. Okay, um, I do uh, cultivation and cross-pollination. So I'm actually developing strains that... I'm interested in so I'll take the attributes of one strain to another right. uh, so I like some indicas and I like some sativas as you guys know sativa up indica down you know what I mean the down is the couch lock effect where you just like heavy uh, that's great for sedative <coughs> but for me personally I like a hybrid the best of both worlds so I like to do things I'm active and so I'll use this and it'll give me an uplifting happy euphoric feeling everything's ready to rain I feel great uh, and then on the tail end of that, as I come down off of the high that you get from that initially, is then I feel relaxed and just, I can rest really easy, but I don't feel crashed and heavy and like, oh, I don't want to do that. What kind of things do you like to do? As far as consumption? Or, no, you or, said you like to do things. I was just wondering oh boy. what those things are. That's a long list. We, we're going to need a whole podcast just for that, what right. I like to do. What do you like to do? What's your like? So I like, I like fishing, outdoor stuff, fishing, fishing? dirt cool. bike riding. Cool. I enjoy that stuff. Uh, hiking in the woods, things like that. I like technology. I like videos, making videos. I like growing. Growing is a passion. Yep. Um, outdoor gardening. I, I do a lot of that as well. Yep. Um, just to give you an idea, I'm a vegetarian, so I, I grow a lot of vegetables. See, that's cool though. See, we like we like to kind of just put like a face. Yeah. With, like people, I mean, we every if we had everybody come in and only speak on cannabis, it would yeah. all sound the same. But when you hear it from so many different people, you see how big the community really is when you sure. actually like look at it. Yeah. Because I think that a lot of people that you know during prohibition, a lot of people were kind of 
in the shadows about it because you don't want people to know and you didn't want people to look at you a certain way because you're smart and you're trying to move about this life, you know, yeah. however you need to. And I, I think that putting, you know, yeah, you're a vegetarian. You like to grow your own vegetables. You like to go hiking. You like to, you do all these things. Mm-hmm. It's not like you, you know, if you said, yeah, I like to, I like to consume cannabis or I consume cannabis for my, my headaches. And then, you know, I, I like to sit on the couch and play video, yeah. games. video games the rest of my life. Like, no, you're, you're being productive. Like, I'm productive. Right. Yeah. You're no, you're productive. not the type of dude. I've known Joe for a little bit and I know you're not the type of guy who sits back on the couch and, you know, no. watch just based off what I see on Facebook and how active you've always been since I met you. It's never like. I have yeah. a lot video of games and TV are not. I grew yeah, up playing not, video games when I was a kid. I remember when before Madden would like catch the ball and stuff. So I still like to play, sure. and but I only play when like ev- my work is done for the night. Like you know how late yeah, how, how late do I we work, know, dude? Yeah. And I and when we get off the phone, I'm like, all right, I need to go to bed. I'm gonna play right. one game of Madden. <laughs> that's my allotted video game time. Right. Sure, yeah. that's that's my allotted video game time right there. Is when everybody's asleep, everything is done. Yeah, and it's bedtime. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm super excited about what's happening in you know the the cannabis community and what's happening. So, like you said, back in the day, so my day, I was born, <coughs> born in 1963, so that gives you an idea how old I am. Uh, but it was you had to be covert, you had to be secret. You know, you always you didn't want to have a roach in your ashtray if you got pulled over by, by the you know five o the cops, right? And you know now I don't even notice them. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, it's there. <laughs> you know, I remember the day back in the early days. Remember sitting in your car, de-seating, and you're looking. And this is how you got caught, guys. This is how we got caught. Those of you from the 70s and 80s, you know what I'm talking about. You're like this in the front seat of your car. The cops know what you're doing. You're de-seating and twisting the joint. And they know it. And I used to throw my seeds behind my seat. So one day, after I got rid of all the McDonald's bags, I, you know, I used to eat unhealthy back in the day. McDonald's, Wendy's. Right. You know, when you really move along, you go from McDonald's and you go up to Spendies, I used to call it. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was, Wendy's, it was expensive. Wendy's is classy. You know, but it was so. better, right? <laughs> so one day, I'm cleaning out the car, and all of a sudden, I see a bunch of plants on the back floor from my seeds. It was awesome. Because back then... Everything had seeds. Yeah, you know, and that's what drove me to grow. One day, I was. Uh, Those must have been some strong genetics. <laughs> if they like popped on the back, yeah, in the back floor. Well, actually, they were just uh, Mexican or Colombian herbs. They're just outdoor sativas, and they'll grow in any any environment. So they, a moist floor, the carpet was like rock wool today, where it just yeah. was wet and yeah. just the seeds popped and got little sprouts. That's like, funny. It was so having nuts. sprouts all over my <laughs> back so floor. Like, imagine the cops and the cops pull you over and they're searching your cow and you got a little grow going on in your back floor. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> Why are you driving? I don't touch it. I don't touch that. I'm working on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in the future, this is gonna matter. Don't yeah. be a dick. Yeah, absolutely. And so we had to be secretive of it. And uh, but I always had a saying, even back then, because you know when you grow up uh, on alcohol, there's always a little bit of friction at the parties, and you know there's some fights and there's fights over girls and boys and all that other stuff mm-hmm. but whenever you go to like a more cannabis based party everybody's cool chill hey give me a hug yeah. man i love you man let's right. get a pizza because i'm hungry yeah yeah, yeah no, and no it was like yeah no, no we, were, we were somewhere one time where everybody was high um guaranteed and within 30 to 45 minutes it was completely silent and I was whispering to him because <laughs> I didn't want everybody to hear me talking loud right we called that too it was like um, an hour it's gonna go quiet in here yeah well everybody was just dabs and dabs and dabs yeah and very like, heavy oh everybody's going to bed yeah yep. I was our, I mean we were we, the blunt we smoked was just like it was like a half ounce blunt and then there was a yeah there was a 
chocolate. A half fountain. ounce blunt. Yeah. And then there was oh, like man. years, and then there was like and that's what the day progressed as. And then there was like, a, let's there start was a off flowing here and chocolate fountain that was medicated and yeah. just fruit next to it, just you know pineapples and pineapples strawberries. And and strawberries wow. and how many of those did we have? I don't know how many. You know, nerds I feel like wow. everything. Like, yeah, I medicated. feel like I was eating them just kind of like, oh hey. Like nothing, right? Mm-hmm. A little yes, while later, you're, a little bit you're like, yes, I will. They were, they were just later. laid out. Yeah, exactly. That was when my girl slept for an entire yeah. day. Like, she slept for like 24 hours out of like 28 hours. She got up to eat like once, went wow. back to sleep. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that was a long day. So it happens yeah. when you eat like 500 milligrams of weed. That's they, potent. They, That's they, potent. They, I feel like we were like a weed tornado. We just like anything that was in front of us was just like torn down. Right. We Everything. even, uh, got to smoke at a very fancy restaurant in the seaport district that night because really? of, because of the company we were around they knew who he was and they were like oh you guys can go out on the balcony and smoke if you want and we're like right on isn't that awesome and that, that cool. you're going to see more and more of that you know they're going to be doing those for social consumption at at places cuz you know it's legal but where do you go to smoke it right you know some people don't want to smoke it in the house they live in they want a private place and so that's coming and you're going to mm-hmm. see a lot more of that but i also think you'll you'll start to see people get over the uh, the excitement of how high can i get and how much can i consume and yeah. blah 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 and yeah. we all did that in our era you know what yeah. i mean back in our day it was how big of a joint could you roll and you went and you bought the Cheech and Chong album and you pulled out the bamboo that he had and it was a big giant so you could right. roll the big fat joint and say you did it, you know? Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. This was, so, the week, yeah. this was the weekend of the Freedom Rally, so that's exactly what this was. This was people overdoing it for the sake of... Of being know, able to say, I, d- I could do yeah, it. You know? Saying, remember in 2017 when we went this hard, you know, yeah. next year, you know. All just to say, take pictures and say, you know. This yeah, is the what we vibe did. there was unbelievable. Yeah, was, I mean, to be honest with you, I still crazy. enjoy that every yeah, now and again. Like, I mean... Well, I, I smoke regular. Like you see me, I, li- I rolled up, I lit it up, I put it back down. I'm gonna yeah. hit it when I want to hit it, and that's yeah. how I like to kind of go through the day. But like, if we're gonna celebrate cannabis, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if someone's man. gonna pay me for it, <laughs> yeah. But ce- I, what time? Guess. What time is it though? But celebration, isn't there a oh, celebration yeah. <laughs> coming up soon? <laughs> no, about, about... no, we still got like 14 minutes. Too, oh, we, so. yeah, we can work up to the 4:20. So okay, let's talk about what we're gonna smoke. What are we gonna what smoke? What do you want? What should we smoke? Hey, so I would do this. Grower's choice. I think this one here, because I knew I was coming over. This is still in the curing process. So I'd really like to see you enjoy this in another, say, week or two weeks. Okay. All right, cool. Okay, but it's got to be burped. I pulled this from its master. Uh, I use Sea Vault, which is a like a humidor, mm-hmm. like you would use for uh, cigars. I use them for cannabis. They're Sea Vaults. They're beautiful cans, and you put a moisture pack yep, in it, yep. which puts moisture into the herbs and takes moisture out, so it keeps it the right consistency mm-hmm. the right balance so because if, if herb drives out it degrades right so the trichomes head they start to over uh, over develop and over cure if yeah. you will yeah so this is on its way so this will be real nice and tasty but right now this one here I think I think you should grind this and Let's you know what as a matter of fact I haven't rolled a joint in so long like Many many years. Roll it up. I'd love to try. Here you go. Let's and see what it. we can do. What do you got for papes? Yeah. I have unnamed papers because they're not sponsoring the show. No, <laughs> you're kidding me. And non-sponsors yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like the uh, the organic uh, hemp ones. Organic Ross. hemp. We won't say the name. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I said it. I uh, said it. I'll do it. I'll do it sometimes. Wow, that's a teeny little paper, man. I back in the day we had newspaper we used to roll with. You guys see this? This is like. How's that gonna work? Uh, I mean, last oh. week I was smoking blunts, but New Year, new me. Okay. Hey, well, you know, just so you guys know, I'll I'll twist this baby up and uh, let's see how it goes and see if I still got the touch. But 
I used to really get into the science of rolling and, and things like that, but I love how into it you are. Yeah, I just I really get into stuff, you know, and I like perfection, you know. Can't complain. Oh, what, oh <laughs> if the smell of vision was available today, you could smell the dankness. This is uh, the underlying base of this is a Northern Lights number five. That was a Willy Wonka across. reference. Did you hear that? Right? That was Willy Wonka, right? What? Which one? Smell-O-Vision? Smell-O-Vision. Isn't it? Isn't that from Willy Wonka? Uh, you stole from? fizzy lifting drinks. You touched the ceiling. Now it has to be <laughs> sterilized and cleaned. You lose. You get nothing. <laughs> that was ruthless. That little boy was like, I thought I was a good boy. Mr. Wonka. So shines a good deed in a weary world. Oh, so you're a big fan. Hey, give me that back. <laughs> you know, do you it, like the new one? Have you seen the new one with Johnny Depp? I have seen that one too. So fuck you gotta, you one. definitely gotta be smoking really high to get along on that one. Like, yeah, dude, fuck that one. That one's the worst. I feel like the first one like taught kids like, listen, life is hard sometimes, but then sometimes you get some good shit. But hey, sometimes you lose that good shit. But if you stay good, you might get it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one, I didn't see the new one. It's just Johnny Depp being a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Oh, take a dry hit on that, man. <laughs> oh, it's so fruity. That's aromatherapy. You know, actually, aromatherapy is, you know, you ever go to a place and mm -hmm. you smell something really nice? And, uh, one of the things that you learn if you really get into the cannabis is about terpenes. Uh -huh. So there's cannabinoids and there's terpenes. And there's lots of cannabinoids and there's lots of terpenes. So the way I explain it to people is... Uh, Cannabinoids, the cannabis, is like the bus. The terpenes are like the driver. They steer the outcome. So they're modulators. So terpene profiles, when you are choosing your cannabis to grow or to purchase at a dispensary or a recreational store, is to really, and this will come, it's not happening today. Today it's all about THC number. If it's the biggest number, that's why they fluff the numbers. They cheat a little bit because the consumer today that's going in is looking for the highest value. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's the case, if you go into a liquor store, why don't you just buy Everclear? It's 190 proof. Just right. suck it down. It's moonshine. Right. No. Because you want I drink flavors. moonshine sometimes. Oh, God. No, but I totally <laughs> get what you're saying. Yeah, you want. Yeah. yeah. So terpenes it's not all about that. are modulators and cannabinoids are modulators. Like CBD is a modulator. It brings the high down. It kicks it back. You know, you ever been at a party? Like you just said a little while ago, sometimes you go to a party and somebody gets way too high. Well, you can take some lemon zest, put it in your mouth and chew it a little bit, and it knocks back that paranoia. What? Because the, the limonene, the limonene that's in the lemon, which is a terpene. So terpenes are... Your adult just terpenes. saved everybody's life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> everybody that's ever been dying from weed, right. well, you just saved their lives. You can always have a few spare peppercorns in your little secret pocket, too, because you can chew on a peppercorn, and, and that will knock it back to your high. Hmm. So if you're getting too high... That, that's the one thing about getting too high. It's usually paranoia comes with that. And that's the paranoia, the then you're not comfortable, you're uncomfortable, you, you, you think rethinking your whole entire life. And Why like, is everybody staring at me? Do they right. know I'm the high? on the roof. <laughs> right. you know, they, right. You're looking at the peephole. Who's coming? Uh, so that's a little a little trick you can do to you know try to peel it back a little bit and so you don't have to wait. That's why some people say, drink some orange juice. It's because of the limonene. That's in there. Oh, so orange juice works too? Yeah, orange juice too. Because it has limonene. But I don't recommend it because, uh, again, it's too, it's mostly sugar. That's the unfortunate thing. When you look at a lot of these juices, you think you're drinking juice, you're really drinking sugar water. Well, yeah, uh, that's true. And that's just, that's not right. And then, so the other thing I was going to say is, you ever walk in a pine grove? 
you know, out in the woods. I like because that's I like to be out the woods hiking and riding dirt bikes and stuff. You ever do that? That was the best opening to a <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> You ever walk in a pine grove? <laughs> I looked at him and I go, no, no I don't think so. Girlfriend, believe me, it's a lot of fun. You want to do is, if you go out to that I'll pine take my grove, girlfriend, not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Will your wife come with you? Too? No, I'm just kidding. I'm Will just kidding. Come with you too. Man, you better edit that piece out because many deaths, my friend. Many no, deaths. No, she knows. She knows I'm good. Oh, that's good. So when you walk into a, a pine grove or out in the woods where there's a lot of pine trees, you smell pine trees? Yeah. That's pining, and that's an uplifting, happy, euphoric feeling. You just feel right. Everything's good. You feel relaxed. It's because of the pining, and then that's why some of the herbs you smell smell like pine trees. Yep. The heavy and the pining terpene. So those will make me happy. Correct. So anything that smells like uh, pine trees, uplifting. I see. I know because you all know. I know that smell. The exact smell. It's like Christmas about. tree weed. Yeah. Exactly. It makes it smells like Christmas, and you get all excited. And you yep. you think of, I, I love Christmas, so I get excited. I love Christmas. Christmas right. is my birthday. What's so your I'm favorite? Really about it. It's your birthday, really? Yeah, Happy birthday! Thank you, man. My birthday is uh, this week. What is today? Tomorrow. Birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. I was celebrating tomorrow. Uh, the twentieth anniversary of my thirty fourth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Home Alone, man. Home Alone. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, Watch that a thousand. What's times. your favorite Christmas song? that I have a favorite. I listen to a lot of it during the season because they, you know, basically you're forced to if you listen to the radio. You know, they want to pat that stuff down at you, but I don't see that I have any favorites because um, I, I look at myself in the music realm as an eclectic of all types of music. Um, it's Music is vibrations. And vibrations <laughs> modulate your mood, right? So maybe in the next, next podcast we'll have a little music in the background, maybe some homegrown music. I like hey. Wonderful Christmas Time is mine. Sing if you really sing it. You got a rap version of that, bro? Now I'm coughing. Sounds of the ocean. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh! <laughs> he just dabbed on us. <laughs> yeah, people laugh when I do that. They're like, what? Where'd you pick that up? Well, you know, I got friends. I got low friends in high places. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need a little poker tool, so let's use this and poke it in. We still got six minutes. Now, here's a little fun fact for you listeners. Did you know, right now, if I ate this joint, it won't get me high. And not even a little bit? Not even a little bit. You know why? Because the THCA, so tetrahydrocannabinol acid, is the natural state of your THC. The acid carbolic molecule gets removed when it gets heated up so when it gets heated up it releases that carbon molecule and now activates it that's why you hear that term activated mm -hmm. that means the acid molecule has been removed now acid is still good for you in an edible form you know you can have thc activated and you can have acid form as well and they're very beneficial to healing the body um so when you remove it from the heating it's activated when you burn it automatically decarboxylates, decarbing, you've heard that, decarboxylation. Mm -hmm. It's heating it up and it's activating Which if it. you're gonna make like brownies and shit, you have to do that. Yeah, you gotta Remember heat that. it up in the oven before you go putting it into your butter. Oh, I'll tell you Remember a real that. funny story about that one. So this is going back uh, 
probably 35 years ago. So do you want to finish that though? So it did, yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. I, I digress. Sorry. <laughs> no, because <laughs> he, he threw you way up, and I just wanted to hear the end of this. I was all into it, like hey, zoned out. You like, know what? Squirrel. <laughs> right. Talking seaweed podcast. <laughs> happens. Squirrel. Shiny ball. Um. So activating it is from heating it up. Oh, mm-hmm. look at that. I still got it, man. Look at that. You guys see that? Wow. Let me just get that up into the camera. You guys can see that nice. Huh? Oh, yeah. Who still got it? Joe Dalton University, baby. We teach you how to roll joints. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so terpenes. Terpenes are the way of the future. And that's why, you know, if you look at the market today, 50% of the market is pen, oils. Mm -hmm. And that's just in the last four years. So five years ago, it was 100% flour. Now it's pens, oils, concentrates. Right. That's where it's going. But now they're learning about the modula- modulating with terpenes. So in distillates, you can get the terpenes out and you can dip that terpene in your dab rig along with whatever you know base you're putting in there and you modulate it. Mm-hmm. So imagine that, having your high where you can actually steer it the way you like it. You know, One day right. you'll just say, you know what, I just want to forget about the world and I want to go this direction. Mm-hmm. But today, I need to be functional, but I want to be stimulated and, and just forget about time. So I want to turn this way a little bit. Right. That's what's happening. That's why when you look at your herbs, back in my day, it was pressed Mexican earth dirt weed. You know, you had some Thai stick, you had some Colombians, you had different types of herbs, but traditionally more sativa based mm-hmm. and sometimes very heavy, you know, right. sedative. And every now and then you got a bag of good herb and you're like, oh, boy, I wish I could get that again. So when you went to your street dealer and you bought your herbs, it was like, what do you got? It was either, and they'd always tell you the same thing. Oh, this is killer, man. This is mm-hmm. the best. Oh, oh yeah. It's dirt. <laughs> it's shit. It's, you know. Right. Loud. What are you going to do, right? So, because I don't burn, uh, actually vape. What are we looking at time here? Are we get prep- I already got you guys covered. Oh, That's what bro, I was doing. You bro, guys saw me. I was man. over here. I need a little time going see. on. Now, I'm going to say this to the listeners. Now, I'm not, I'm not foo-fooing or knocking anybody burning their herbs, okay? I burnt plenty of herbs. I never left home without a big bag most of my young life. And I burnt a lot, but then I got the, you know, the cough or the, the smoker's cough, mm-hmm. the hacking and, the, you know, all that stuff. I won't go Which I know, not, I know nothing about. You know, no, <laughs> no idea. Okay. No idea about those coughs. Um, so I, I learned as you age, you look at cleaner methods, you know, hence I went vegetarian, started cleaning my body. I don't eat the dead animals anymore. And again, I'm not knocking that for those, you do what serves you. But I learned to vaporize and vaporization is just me basically heating up the terpenes and the cannabinoids and releasing them and taking that medicine in. Cause I'm really more on the medicine side. I like rec. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I like a good laugh too, because I love to have fun, right? Mm-hmm. But on the medicine or the medical side for keeping my body in balance, I know my levels. I don't overdose, because that's the thing. Back in the day, we'd burn, burn, burn until you got high, mm-hmm. and then realize you were way too high. Way too high, yeah. Right. And that's my favorite. That's that means <laughs> <laughs> you like it's, overdosing, dude. No, no. It's it's called the uh, it's called what is it? Uh, ghost weed? No, what's it called? Phantom, like the Phantom High. Yeah, Phantom High that sneaks the up creeper. The Creeper. Creeper. Yeah. You ever the listen? Train you ever listen? You know Joey Diaz the is the comedian. Dude. No. Oof. No. Oh, he's just. You should need to watch his show. He fucking will eat 500 milligrams and then just shoot the shit for an hour, and it's so fucking funny. Wow. Like he's he's just hilarious. He's toasted. Oh, he's a riot. Um, 
he's got all these funny stories. He's all over Joe Rogan's podcast all the time. They're good really? friends. Whoa. He's just like, Whoa. let's do it. Oh, 420 it oh, is. Fire it up. You guys burn it. I got to heat mine Go up. So hopefully it, I make nice. it in time to hit on the 420. So I'm going to let the Pax Pen do its little color thing there. Once that changes colors and goes green, uh-huh. I can draw on it. Is that your favorite device? I'm sure this you've tried a bunch of vapes. That's your favorite yeah, one? Yeah, this is my favorite. Uh, the packs. I've had the one. This is the two. Uh, they have the three, which has more features, but I'm not done using this one yet. It's convenient for me because I don't need heavy dosing. I own uh, three, four puffs. Mm-hmm. I'm modulated the way I need to be. I'm happy. I feel good. And that's my balance. So like I said, I don't like to overdose. Right. Uh, and the same thing with edibles. I know my dosing there. Um now, if you're, if you're, when you draw on that, the first couple of hits, you feel that you taste the terpenes. Oh, what? You coughing, dude? You know what that means? Back in our day, we called that, you know, off to your cough. You think, you, just, ocean. you think you just hit a, a dab rig or something. Right. Dude, dude. I don't know why I cough. I've been coughing yeah. ever since I haven't smoked. Oh, dude, you know what it is? It's called greedy. <laughs> you took too big a hit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you held it in. See, that's the other thing. People pull in and hold it. The reason we held it is because it was very little to go around. You really should smoke it like a cigarette. Take it in, puff it, and blow it out. That's what I Take it in I and blow it out. It. Take it in and blow it out, just like a cigarette. Don't hold it, because then you get the expansion, and you, and you cough your lungs out. Right? See, but that's how I smoke cigarettes. I would All right, so we're ready. 420, brothers. It's 421 Woo, now, out. but I get it. <laughs> Happy 420, everybody. Oh, man. I've been so just was, munching uh, on edibles the whole time. I was uh, I was born at four nineteen. Like I was literally born just in time to light up for four twenty. Oh, dude, that is so I light unbelievable. Up, right? I was like, thanks, that's trippy. mom. That's awesome. Thanks, oh. mom. <laughs> that's sick. Thanks for doing that for me. That's funny. Now I want you to taste this one after you're done coughing, <sighs> dude. I'll be good. It was taste the difference it. between burning it. All right. And so the reason it. I cough the way I do. Let's, let's same let's same this weed, right? The reason I, the reason I coughed the way I did was because of the paper at the beginning of the blood. Oh, the newspaper. Oh, the papers. Jeez, man. Yeah, I gotta go. You gonna blame it on the paper? I am. I'm going backwards, man. I was at once last week. You know that once last week, and now I'm at papers this week, and then I'm gonna go back to my bowl. All right, you know how we're gonna head over here. You know how we're gonna figure that out? You have me over here, I think. All right, pull out a paper. I'm gonna wrap you up in ear joint, and I want you to smoke just the paper and see if you hack. Gross, man. Yeah. Yeah. These are the only things that this is like the closest I'm going to get. So the explanation on burning versus vaping. So I like to use the pizza block explanation. I picked this up from uh, Marcus Richardson, the bubble man, bubble man's world. You guys should check him out. Incredible. So he he describes the pizza box. So when you get the pizza box at the front door, we've all bought pizza, right? Do you eat the box with the pizza? No. You eat the pizza. That's the goodness inside. So the cannabis plant is the pizza box. It holds the goodness on top of it. The the trichomes, the tri- glandular trichome heads, the oils. That's what your really your medicine is there. So for me, I prefer the vape. Again, I'm not knocking the burn because I used to burn as well. But I found as you get older, you need to look at reduction of harm to your body because you want to last a little bit longer. Now that you got a few bucks that you can spend, you want to be able to spend it instead of spending it on pharmaceuticals, right? So this medicine here, all that I need, I have no pharmaceuticals whatsoever. And whenever you go to a doctor and they say, okay, uh, why don't you write down the list of all the medications you're on? I, uh, I'm not on anything. And they look at you funny. They go, you're not taking any medicine? No. 
Nothing at all. All right, for the third time, no. See, I'm in my 50s, and they expect that they've got you on that treadmill, you know, the pharmaceutical treadmill where you, you start with a couple of pills, and then you get the one-week box, and before you know it, you're on the 30-day box, and you've hit the big time, and you're a good customer, and you should actually get some more because one pill gives you a symptom that they got another pill to fix that symptom. That makes another symptom that gets another <coughs> pill. So you see how that works, folks? Get your body back in balance and really start to explore the endocannabinoid system. All your cells have receptors. But we'll save that for another segment. Oh, so we'll leave you like a cliffhanger. Right. So this guy's full of knowledge. We hit the 420. That was oh, delicious. And uh, I only needed a puff because I had puffed before we started. And that's why I'm yabbing. <laughs> because we're using a hybrid. And the hybrids uplift you and get you a little bit chatty. <laughs> great for a podcast right 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 so now that you guys got the good sacred herbs here that is good you'll it's be good. able to enjoy those and uh you know share with the guests i always say much. sharing is caring right it is always. absolutely we appreciate it yeah. we'll bring you some next time yeah absolutely sure. it's got to be organically grown no synthetics so you're gonna have to change up your game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about how big and how much you can get for it. It's all it, the, the future of cannabis is, you know, you either have to differentiate yourself if you're in the in the sector of growing. You're either growing high volumes and you're killing it on price, or you're growing craft and high right. quality. You know, like when you go into uh, I use the cigars for those that smoke cigars. You walk into a, a tobacconist and you go into the humidor and you walk in and he goes, "What do you like?" What do you, what's your, you know, what do you like out of your, out of your tobacco? And they'll guide you there. Cannabis is going to be the same way, but we're going to have people that want high, high quality with certain expressions and terpene profiles. Then you're going to have the what's people. What's your favorite terpene profile? I'm building it now. So these herbs here, because I'm a cultivator, I am now breeding to try to find that exact expression that works for me. And then when I have that, now I'm getting close. These, this has a nice expression, I like it, mm -hmm. but I'm not satisfied yet, I want more. I'm working on this strain here, the low kush. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm like, go from, let's see, a scale of one to 10, I call this a, a six okay. for me. This I would say is probably right now, as it is today, probably a seven or maybe an eight, maybe okay. seven and a half. But I won't know until I'm finished. What kind of flavor? What kind of flavors do you like? I like my, my personally. I like florals. I like um, citruses. I'm not as much into the gas yep. side of it. Yep. The the you know the diesels and the yep. stuff like yep. that. You'll find that. And here's another interesting thing that your listeners will really like this. Uh, and this is important for anybody out there that hears this message. If you're struggling, and I'll use this in, in a nice polite way of. Uh, an opioid dependency, okay? I won't use the word addiction, okay? But it is, it happens. But the dependency, whether you're on a prescription on a consistent basis and you're trying to get off and you realize that, holy smoke, I can't because then I get sick. So you have to get it. And then when your doctor cuts you off, you go out to the street because it's cheap and then you buy an H, heroin. And you're snorting it at first and then next thing you know, you're mainlining it because the snorting isn't getting you there fast enough and you're mainlining and then it's it. It's a downhill road. However, really there is... Sad. There is a cure, and you're gonna like this. And I'm gonna share two things. Cannabis is gonna be one, and kratom is another thing. Mm -hmm. So the cannabis, they've identified this recently because they're really exploring the terpene profiles in <laughs> what it does. So 
especially as you mentioned california that's where you know it was it's happening it's been there for years in mendocino county and humboldt county and they're growing some incredible stuff and doing some really good research but here's the point those that have the opioid addiction and we all know somebody and it's sad close people family it changes them they steal everything because they got to get that substance to satisfy the crave anything with an og base Okay, it doesn't matter the THC percentages, those high percent, it doesn't matter. It's really about the terpene profile and more specifically the myrcene, which is a terpene. Myrcene is the one that gives you the sedative heaviness, you know, the couch lock. Yeah. That's the myrcene. So if you have an OG base at the underlying on the cultivar itself, that is the strain you need to guide people into acquiring whether it's in the oils or in the, in the smoke itself, the herb or the edibles with an OG base because of the mercine profile, more specifically, less on the edibles and more on the burn. That gives them the relief from the crave because that's the thing that they can't get past is the crave. It's almost like you, you said you stopped smoking cigarettes, right? Yeah. You had to deal with that crave for a period of time and it's like yeah, that little voice. How long did it take for that voice to really subside? It takes a distance. I mean, every now and again, I still want like a quick one. Right. So you still <laughs> you know have I mean? the crave. Every now and again, like, yeah, but it's only when it's like I go to NASCAR weekend, I want a cigarette, but then I don't have one. And then I'll go like, oh, 4th of July. Well, I, want a, I want a cigarette. But I'm not so you're trying to one. celebrate because it, it sounds like a celebration. It was always a social thing to me. Right. It was always a social thing to me. So it was always like, oh, let's go outside and have a cigarette. Right. It was always a way to go. Imagine that like, and then take that a hundredfold and call it cannabinoids. I mean, uh, uh, opioids, right? Oh, yeah, no, I don't do those. No, yeah, and the opioids give you that. They hold you, but uh, the cannabis is the relief that they need to transition. Now, Kratom is another thing that I discovered recently, and I'm studying it now. Very interesting. Uh, it's a natural uh, herb. It comes, it's in the coffee plant strain. Yeah, I've seen it. I, it grows in Asia. Yeah. And uh, people are finding that as a natural relief for the opioid because it touches the opioid receptor, but doesn't act like an opioid that shuts down your, your respiratory system. And that's what kills you is respiratory. That's why no one in history... And I, prove, I, I challenge anybody to show me a case that someone died directly from ingestion of cannabis itself or smoking of cannabis of too much. Doesn't happen, hasn't happened because it doesn't affect your respiratory system. That's important. So, so those are some of the things I've learned. If and you could I, die from weed, I would have died. <laughs> yeah. You would have died, man. would have died. Ten times over. Me too. But uh, a lot of this stuff I started out as Could a, you imagine that if like it was that bad dude the epidemic that would be upon us oh, everybody smokes yeah. weed dude yeah everybody smokes weed yeah but they'd stop smoking because people would be dying left and right oh no they wouldn't because look at opioids right nobody stopped doing it. they're dying left and right so when, when was the last time you didn't smoke didn't smoke cannabis yeah all right so here's a good a good part of my story Do you count this as smoking what do you call that i would i would i would say it's smoking okay uh it, but it's less harmful no i'm it's just saying the, like if we were referring to it in a conversation like um, I don't like to, in a, in a general conversation, when I say I smoke, people will pass me the joint and then I feel bad that I have to say no. And it's almost an insult because it's a gift. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a sacrament. No, don't feel bad. I do it all the time. I do. But I explain myself <laughs> in advance so they don't feel that I'm like, right. hey, you're not, your weed's not good enough for me. Man. It's not dank enough for me. I'm not taking it. I don't, right. I'm not that. What I'm saying is, oh, I don't burn. Mm -hmm. So I just say, I just don't burn. I vape. And then they, they know I'm, hey, I'm cool with it. And yeah. I'm not, you know, when you, when you get older and you start, you know. You get gray hair and stuff. People look at you like, oh, and, you know, oh, he's one of these square guys, you know, L7 weenie. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, so 
Yeah, so I, I just explain it to people and they feel. You know. Right. I guess I was just. I still went to pass you a blunt after you told me. Yeah, it right? happens. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's okay, and I just. And I'm I like just, that. I don't smoke around uh, around like six season. I don't smoke with people. Yeah. Because people get sick. Six season. I was all about that. You know, you it's know like I, mean? I, I, and and then you get the guy who who rolls a joint. Yeah. Should be dry in a minute here. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> it's like you're gonna smoke that? Yeah, this nah. Yeah, like what kind of strange were you in yesterday? You're <laughs> over here putting your mouth all over what things are going on in my mouth. I don't like Disgusting. that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. So, yeah. wh- what do you guys do at um, Grassroots? So, New England Grassroots. We just asked that question, <laughs> Did they? dude. Dude, we'll play this movie over as many times as <laughs> Did it I takes. miss that whole thing? <laughs> no, I did. I'm just amazed that it took us that long to oh. get to like. The oh, I thought you line. said you just asked it, as in like I. No. You just. No, asked so he it. was. He saw the future. He's a. He's a. He's he's a visionary. He sees the future. So he was way ahead of us. He was like a few seconds ahead of us. No, no. Time caught up. He's a time traveler, man. I'm a this little is what it is. Now. <laughs> I remembered at the beginning. You looked at the card, and it was when you were reading it about. You went, like, let me see. You picked up the card and you went, oh, I can't see. Fuck. He, <laughs> you picked up the card and you were like, oh, New England Grassroots Institute. And you were like looking at it while you were reading. I'm trying to explain my high logic right now. So look at You looked at it, you went like that, you put it down. We went for like, hey man, let's get a pizza. Hold on one second. We went for like 45 minutes. (laughs) For like 45 minutes, and then you picked it back up, and you were like, so what do you guys do there? (laughs) So I just thought it was like the logical next question. I thought you were saying that you had just asked him, and I was. No, no. no. I missed the whole conversation. He thought I said I could travel through time. But alas, alas, it was just me being high. You're you're time traveling. You know you are. Oh, if I He's could. not going to tell anybody. So business, law, medical. What would you do if you could travel back in time? You get one chance you can go back in time. What are you going to do? How far back? As far as you want. You can go do whatever you want. And am I you stuck? get one chance. Am though. I stuck there, though? No. No, you get to come back. Oh, that's too dangerous, man. You. So here's what will happen. You've all watched Back to the Future, right? And this mm-hmm. is fact. So if I go back in time and I interface with anything, anything, that touches my timeline. When I come back, my timeline is gone. That's how time works. Right now, I just changed time. I just moved you. That interfered with where your trajectory originally was. It's now changed because I touched you. You've been moved. (laughs) So your whole reality is different now. That's true. So going back in time, I I would pass. I would pass on it. Because the problem yeah, is like the Louis C.K. bit when he's my like, trajectory changes. He goes, the only time someone asks you that question is because they want to tell you what they would do. He goes, you know what? And next time someone asks you that, just say I'd, I'd fucking if I had a time machine, I'd leave it on the fucking I'd leave it on the desk. I wouldn't even fucking use it. You know what? I'd, it's an awesome I'd, answer. Right. And that's basically what he just said. Like, no, I wouldn't even fucking touch it, and I don't want to hear what you would do about it either. No. So. Oh, I didn't have an answer. <laughs> I was just asking him. No, I'm, I'm interviewing. He's he's talking. That's like putting your hand on a hot burn and going, ow, that hurts. What, are you going to do it again? No. But I learned from that, didn't I? Right? So if you if you <laughs> understand <laughs> time, I'm not going to go back and touch and break something and hurt and burn right. myself. Right. And come back. It doesn't mean you can't do things. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> you could have been like, kill Hitler and moved on. No, That's but... Another thing. Have you ever watched 1122? 
No. No. You watch the movie, that. dude. It's movie. So it's about JFK, <laughs> where a guy goes back in time and he changes history. And then when he came back, the reality that he had at that time all changed. So how does that affect his timeline? It, so here's what happens. Everything is, pre in my opinion, again, we could be living in a programmed reality. Could ask, be. ask Elon Musk. He'll tell you. This is all just a computer program that we're running right now. All right. So that's for those out there that hear that that resonate with that. But if you go back and you change something, okay, then you're going to say, okay, what was the cause and effect? Oh, we had nuclear war. If I hadn't <laughs> gone back, if, if I hadn't gone back and fucked with Hitler, right. we wouldn't have had nuclear war, which ruined the entire earth. I mean, I don't know. See, I don't have, have an answer to that. War. I'm just saying. You just said <laughs> no, it. Wouldn't you go back and change that? No, we did have I'm, nuclear I'm war. Way too high for this right now. <laughs> no, we dropped a bomb. We didn't have nuclear war. I mean, we there's did a difference. No, no, we didn't have a war. We dropped two bombs that was on on human beings on a society. That okay, was enough. I know it was, but it wasn't a war. Can you so imagine you're saying, like full out nuclear yeah, war? Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine if that happened. Got the point of that. But the problem is, we who, went down this this time this timeline yeah, thing. That was oh a man, dark. I better turn this around. <laughs> okay, jumping now in I'm ready. Here. You ready? So as I was I mean, trying talking, to say, time. what do we do? <laughs> so this is what ass. happens when you let a couple of guys smoke too much. <laughs> I got cut off about time when I was yeah, trying to. Right. Ask. You know, we're trying to. We're trying to do a you know a little bit of plug for you know where the knowledge come from. So the knowledge came from New England Grassroots Institute. What do you guys do Grassroot420.com. Check us out for sure. So I discovered we'll put all these the info guys in the description. Links yeah. And stuff. Awesome. Thanks, man. So I was looking, uh, I lost my dad to cancer about seven years ago and uh, watching that guy who looks exactly like me, or I should say I'm a duplicate of him. I'm a clone. And I watched the poor guy suffer uh, with a severe cancer that came on just in 90 days. And uh, that's so fast. Yeah, it's tough. But I'm there and I'm like, okay, as you get past the pain of losing someone, then you go, okay, what can I do about this? Because that demise is going to be my demise, right? So I have a, a self-preservation mode as well, like all of us do. But I'm also going, wait a minute. I'm going to find a solution to this problem because it's rampant. Because when you ask, really, when it touches your life from someone close to you, all of a sudden, it's like, you know, you ever drive in a car, you're driving that model car, and all of a sudden, you, you never saw that car before, and all of a sudden, you see it everywhere. Yep. Well, all of a sudden, when cancer touches you, all of a sudden, you see it everywhere. And you want to figure out what's causing it. And then how can I fix that? So I went on a quest for knowledge and information. Now, me personally, I don't watch television. I shut it off at least 12, maybe 15 years ago when I realized it was a, a controlling program. That's why they call it programming because it programs you. And it's nothing but bad news. When you wake up, when you're having dinner, when you're having lunch, before bedtime, they give you a dose of bad news so that you can get on a pill because you're fucking depressed. That's all real. Yeah, you Everything believe. he just said was real. Yeah. So the time thing I'm not sold on yet, but that. Yeah, that was just, we were just, <laughs> we were just fantasizing there. Yeah, but, so when you, when I went on the quest for the knowledge, I had, I, you know, I experienced cannabis more on the recreational side growing up. But I always used to make the claim, all my friends back then would tell you, I used to say it was the cure-all. You know, for stress and if you're aggravated, angry, you want to go beat somebody up, just smoke a joint and then, you know, forget about it or whatever. <coughs> But now, 
we have technology and the internet and there's information flowing and it's a matter of you sifting through that information and discovering and I did that and I ran into New England Grassroots Institute five years ago so I went through their amazing eight-week course and boy when I went in I was just thought I was gonna learn how to grow better pot you know and just be better at it you know uh, when I got there I was a little bit shocked I was like why are we talking about history we went back 5,000 years to the history of the cannabis plant and how it, how the humans interface with it and we went they brought us through that timeline. Mike and Melissa are absolutely amazing. They brought us through that into the law, the current law, the past law, and where it's going. And then how to grow it, different techniques, how to, how to be able to do it from home, grow your own medicine. Then how to extract, to extract the oils out, how to do that, how to do topicals so you can make sobs from the roots. Who knew? Uh, so everything from end to end, and they, you know, so because this is, Cannabis and hemp, and I don't use the word marijuana. To me, that is a slang term that was a, a word devised to help demonize this. And it actually, it's a slang term from, uh, from Mexico, but it's truly cannabis and hemp. That, as it is now changing worldwide, you're seeing it in front of your eyes, it will save this planet Earth, which is a vessel in the sea of space that we reside on. It's a living organism, and we're killing the shit out of it. Because we're like a virus, just like the Matrix says, you know, if you watch the movie The Matrix, of course. we're the virus, right? So we need to learn to how to take care of that vessel that, that sustains us because we are part of it because we came from it. We, our sustenance comes from it. Everything that we make, everything we see is made from it. I know I digress there, but back to grassroots. It started to expose information that wasn't accessible to me at that time. I didn't know where to look. I didn't know which direction. And all of a right. sudden, I start, I got the spark. <laughs> you know, not even just a joint spark, but I got the spark <laughs> of to search for the information because the internet is there. It's just a giant library. So I really started to hone in on how can cannabis, how do the cannabinoids, I don't want to get into it right now because it is a long story and we'll save it for another podcast if you guys want me back. Of course. But... I don't know, keep altering my timeline. Dude. You might see. not be there, but you'll be different when you come back. Right. Um, but what I discovered with these guys, they shared information and knowledge. They've been in, the, in this industry for over 40 years. They're very, very loving people, um, and they have knowledge. <coughs> and so they're helping people, and it's just growing and growing. we got more people looking to get into our class. You know, Back in my day, we called that greedy. We took too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you held it in too long, dude. Um, but anyways, you guys should definitely check them out, grassroot420.com. Follow us on Facebook, like the page, and you can see what's happening. We post a lot of videos and information. <laughs> um, you know, we'll be bringing online courses for those that can't travel to our school to learn about it. But, you know, we're like, uh, and I'll use the reference of Oaksterdam for those that don't know what Oaksterdam is. We are the Oaksterdam of the East Coast, but we're New England Grassroots Institute. And we're at all the events. Check us out at our booth. Stop in. Check us online. And uh, we'd love to help you with uh, increasing your knowledge base to use this recreationally properly. And also, if you're gonna, you wanna get a job in, in the, or career in the sector, you know, you wanna learn everything you can. So check us out and uh, I hope to get back on another podcast with you guys. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I awesome. think we might have bigger plans in the future. We'll see. Yeah, you never know where it will go because this right. thing is, this is huge. This is huge. So thanks for, sure. for inviting me on today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh-oh, he altered it. That's it. <laughs> we'll see. Joe Dalton University, man. JDU. You got to check out JDU. <laughs>
<laughs> I'll take your universe right now. You can learn some stuff. Peace.